0: Welcome to Lillipod, Episode 16, Pursuit of Excellence.
1: Jeff and Kathy Tykert bringing you another episode of Lillipod, which is a production of Love in Later Years. We are certified life coaches and members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our messages are directed toward mid-singles and later married couples. We also welcome all who enjoy personal growth and enriching relationships.
0: Our next five episodes are designed to break apart dating and relationship myths, hurdles, and mindset blocks that stop mid-single adults from investing again in healthy, balanced, long-lasting relationships. Our first topic is pursuit of excellence. The second is self-image. Third is respect and fair play. The fourth is letting go. And fifth is joy and direction, not perfection. This is the first in our series of five relationship development topics. And today we're discussing the pursuit of excellence. What gets in the way of pursuing excellence? Jeff?
1: Well, it it could be... Fear of the unexpected, um, wanting you know, feeling guarded because we've been hurt, or even feeling stuck in a victim mindset. You know, I was abused in my last marriage or relationship, and therefore I am afraid to move forward into another one. Uh, it's not worth the risk. You know, we even see that generalized to uh, some mid singles saying that you know, all women are crazy or all men are narcissists. And and I think that that comes often from the tremendous disappointment and trauma that m- most mid-singles have from previous relationships or even earlier in life.
0: Well, and certainly if this is the case and there's a lot of trauma, then first work on healing and intentionally shifting your mindset to a more open and empowering place because that will support your pursuit of your own excellence. Um, You might be worried about triggering emotions or being vulnerable, but if you offer yourself words of encouragement, optimism, and empathetic energy, um, then you'll be sure to have your own back in the process of pursuing excellence. And we're going to talk about basically two areas in which to pursue excellence. The first is personal, and the second is relational excellence.
1: And I think they really do go in that order, Kathy. I think first we we need to take care of ourselves and uh, creating a health and healthy and happy perspective on our lives. And uh, that better prepares us to be in a relationship and make it a good thing uh, that makes your life more enjoyable. Making pursuit of excellence part of your pursuit of happiness is also, important because many people can, and I've been been found guilty of this many, many times uh, throughout my life where I was pursuing excellence in a way, but I was pursuing it in a way that would not lead to happiness, like studying all night during law school or, you know, and going to extremes
0: or being motivated by anxiety, you said was a lot of how you experienced success and that's what you thought was required and then you realize there was a better way
1: right pursuing excellence i think means taking good care of yourself along the way it's pursuing happiness and excellence being part of your pathway to happiness right
0: and as coaches as life coaches i think sometimes people think that we're there to make their them better and really what what we're all about is making life itself better and as a as and out really as a result we do become better as we enjoy our life more
1: right uh in luke it's recorded and and we don't know much more than this about jesus's childhood but it says "And jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with god and man so i love this it's very simple but it it's profound too striving to learn and grow would be increasing in wisdom right Uh, so we're talking there about knowledge and the application of knowledge Uh, so we're talking about the mind Uh, and then we're talking about stature which is about the body and striving for good health and fitness and so on uh and in favor with God, that's our spirituality. Uh, and a relationship with God is the bedrock of, of being a spiritual person. And then um, favor with man, that that is about our social part of our life. So these together and and, and we want to, to develop healthy relationships or pursue excellence in that realm. And so look at those four areas that this little statement in Luke covers, mind, body, spirit, and our social self. And those are the four important aspects of our personality that we can strive for excellence in. And and
0: it's also what uh, most people refer to as a combination of health (laughs) into a holistic health. Um, Because if any one of those things, your mind, your body, your spirit, or your social development and your your relationships in general with friends and family, if any of those are suffering, um, it it affects your whole being. And so uh, wholeness, uh, uh, what what did I say? Health. Mm -hmm. Holistic health, that's right. (laughs) holistic health is all about mind body spirit and social and it's it's really cool that you recognize that came in a
1: a really short very simple scripture yeah it's profound that you know that's over two thousand years old and yet it's still as relevant today as when it was written uh one or one more idea about personal excellence is putting your finances in order can provide peace of mind Making the most of your career can bring more fulfillment and joy to your daily tasks. And also being the best parent you can be can provide a a real sense of purpose and allow us to enjoy our kids more. You know, I remember being a child. One time my mother told me that when I was a baby, someone said, oh, I'll bet you're really enjoying him. And... It's funny because she was 31 when she had me. And you would think that if she'd waited that long to have her first child, she would really be grateful. But her comment was, I love him, but I am not enjoying him. You know, he gets me up at night, he's colicky, you know. And I think my mother, I'm not trying to, to bag on my mom because there's a lot of great things about her, but I'm not sure she ever really learned how to enjoy being a mom, it was kind of all about trying to become competent in all of the tasks. And I think the core, the heart of it is, do we help our kids feel loved? And do we show them our joy in, in being their parent?
0: Because that is really what helps them feel loved is if they feel valued and appreciated and uh, and that they're a joy,
1: joyful addition to the family. Right, I mean, a hot meal at night is a wonderful thing, and I don't minimize it. And she always prepared that, and I, I'm grateful. Uh, but I think it it took a long time in the future to to see that that was sort of her her love language. Um, at the time, you know, a hot meal didn't didn't mean as much. It it just seemed like um, something she was doing because she felt like she she needed to
0: well and I think kids tend to think that their parents as caregivers that that's their job that that, that's all they are right and so as a child you didn't have this perspective you know and you know I just want to mention also that you know because there's a lot of single parents out there that I mean it's it can be really challenging to meet the demands of your children and not get very much appreciation or backup Uh, but i think enjoying your kids is then is taking all of those challenges and appreciating them for the for the loving sacrifice that they are and appreciate yourself for all of that you're doing for them too and i think they're more willing to be appreciative when we appreciate ourselves
1: i think i think that's very true and and that is almost that feeling that positive feeling is kind of contagious uh, within a family. And maybe that's a good place to transition to pursuing relationship excellence.
0: Sure, because it's not just about dating, but that is going to be part of our focus. For sure. You know, we want to get a clear about what we want. Uh, you know, when we're single, and especially if we've had relationships in the past that didn't work out, we want to get really clear about what we do want. Um, we tend to get very clear about what we don't want because it's we're right. very, very clear on that. But knowing what we don't want is just a long list of of red flags to look for. And that isn't very connective. Um, so try to transition that list to getting clear about what you do want and and then find someone who has a similar vision to you and um, similar thoughts things that you want in the future, not just in someone else. And then um, get intentional about creating your vision together um, and creating a happy relationship in uh, a new committed relationship.
1: Yeah. I think one of the things that brought the two of us together was we tempted to see the world, uh, not, not exactly the same, but we, we kind of wanted the same things out of life and out of our relationships. Uh, And so I think getting on the same page married wasn't as hard as it might've been if, for example, Kathy was coming home and finding a six pack of beer in the fridge or, you know, if- if uh,
0: Because that would be a shock and something very different than what I would have expected. Right. And um, the, the nice thing about being older is you're pretty set in your ways. And I know some people look at that as a bad thing that it's harder to maybe adjust to a new life with someone. And, and you know, that couldn't, there can be some truth to that, but I think overall, it means you know what you're getting, right? You know what you're offering and you know what you're getting.
1: Yeah. And there's a certain amount of honesty, I think that we need to have in that, you know, vulnerability and, and so on. Um, and I think that that goes back to the idea of we can't really feel accepted unless someone can really see us. And I think deep down we all want to be seen and we want to be accepted. But we're really afraid that if we are seen, we won't be accepted. And that's particularly poignant in dating. And guys, if, if you're listening to this and you felt this way, look, I, I totally get it. Um, if you're worried that, you know, if so and so knows that, you know, you stay up until three in the morning because you have insomnia or whatever it is, um, that they won't be able to accept you. Yeah, I, I worried about lots of stuff like that. I still worry about it sometimes. Think, you know, various things.
0: Well, so while we're being authentic and hopefully. Uh, meeting people who are authentic or not. Um, The the key is to develop uh, a focus um, on purpose, on the good, because you'll attract more of what you focus on. And so, you know, if you are always complaining about your relationships and your dates and um, how things are going so badly, that you're going to keep getting a lot more of that. So let go of those moments that are less ideal and give energy to developing what is good for you in relationships and also dream by imagining the desires of your heart coming to fruition because vision can provide powerful results. I mean, we could just mention very quickly vision boards. I mean, that's something that uh, could definitely go with pursuit of excellence in both personal and relationships. Um, you can put anything on your vision board and I've actually heard of mid singles who ended up marrying someone very close to the person they put on their board like whatever the celebrity was their their spouse actually uh resembles them
1: actually I I put a picture of Kathy on my vision board
0: <laughs> <laughs> and well this was I think when we first dated and then we didn't date for an entire year and what you just forgot to take it down <laughs> well
1: I thought about I thought about covering it over or something But I thought, no, Kathy represented a lot of what what was important to me. And I I don't want to forget that. So I kept her on there and then I married her. (laughs) (laughs) But But uh, your
0: plan was more of a a symbol rather than me. But it ended up being me.
1: (laughs) It ended up being her. Um, and you know, another thing I would say is ask yourself with what Kathy said about what you want to attract, am I the list? Because, you know, we often make a list of all these great qualities we want our spouse to have, our future spouse. But am I the list? You know, because like she said, you attract what you are. Light cleaveth unto light and virtue loveth virtue. And, you know, that that scripture in section 88, it's uh, it's an eternal truth. So. Well, what
0: I said was is that we attract what we focus on right um you say what we attract we attract who we are and then i add to that we also attract extreme opposites so if we are very extremely financial savvy we're likely to attract someone who's a spendthrift like and really irresponsible with money now that's not always true but that's just one example of the many kinds of things that if we're extreme about it we're we're there's a good chance we'll attract an opposite extreme right and i also believe that we attract like attracts like so um i think both are true so really on any of your extreme uh i guess qualities try to find balance If you don't want to attract the opposite and definitely try and be the per kind of person you want to be with, because that is definitely who we attract. We, we attract how we vibrate and how we show up in the world is, um, and that's why I think so many of us see life and people as different than each other, because we tend to, uh, whatever we focus on, we get more of. And so if it's positive, and then a lot of positive people show up and all of a sudden the world is wonderful and awesome. And, and yet, yes, there's, obviously there's still evil in the world, but that's how you see it because that's where you you know, where you spend your time.
1: Right. And, and it can create any number of kind of beautiful little uh, combinations that you wouldn't expect. You, you've probably noticed, I quote a lot of scripture on this program. I love the scriptures. I have for since I was 18, really, and when I first really discovered them. When I met Kathy, uh, one of the first things we did together was to read the Book of Mormon, and we sent each other pages and pages of notes. But I noticed that the emphasis of a lot of her spiritual practice was going to the temple. And uh, there was also a book that she read that had a, an entry for every day of the year with a different spiritual thought. And that was part of her spiritual practice kind of on a daily basis. So our emphasis wasn't exactly the same, but we were definitely headed in the same direction. And I think we learned from each other by, um, you know, by each bringing a different perspective and different preferences and things Mm -hmm. to our journey.
0: Definitely. Uh, Another thing about pursuing relationship excellence is setting goals and then giving yourself kudos for every effort you make um, because we can, every day we can find something to celebrate some kind of a win that we can acknowledge. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we tend to get done with our day and think of all the things we didn't get done. I mean, that's what that's going to be every day forever. Right. Um, but certainly there's always something to celebrate. And that's something I've actually enjoyed doing more with in myself and as a couple and with our kids. Um, So think about celebrating wins as part of your pursuit of excellence. Um,
1: Hey, guys, I want to say, too, that this can be very, very small at first Mm -hmm. if it needs to be. Celebrate the little things. I I use mechanical pencils a lot, and I I remember going out and buying one, and I really liked it. I, I, I still have one I really like. But every time I pick it up, I feel like, oh, this is so nice. Now, (laughs) what did it cost me? 20 bucks or something, you know. Uh, But appreciating the little things will grow to appreciating everything. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, and when I talk about wins, I'm mostly talking about like the good things that we do each day. Um, And so in that case, it would be you went and you made a simple purchase but it brought you a lot of joy and so that's a huge win
1: and then every time i pick it up i relive that moment (laughs) and i mean i knew a woman who was really depressed postpartum and she said that sometimes all she could bring herself to even think about was just organizing the jewelry in her jewelry box but that became the thing that empowered her and she could look at it and say oh that's so pretty And that became, you know, gave her more fuel for the next thing.
0: Yeah. Relish in our results is another way of saying She could celebrate
1: that little victory and then that could grow.
0: Yeah. Um, Another thing is don't judge yourself harshly or get defensive because um, that tends to halt your growth. Um, Allow yourself to be human and allow God to help you turn weakness into strength, Um, knowing that he has the power and that he, he will if we ask him to. Right. Um, Keep an internal perspective and don't sweat the small stuff Um, because those small things can get in the way of really big victories and really seeing uh, the creation that we're making of our lives.
1: Now, Kathy, I know you like things just so. (laughs) And uh, actually, when I first met Kathy, her home was intimidating to me because... I I always wanted a clean home, but it was so clean, I thought, oh, my gosh, does she do anything else? And in fact, she does. Uh, She has good systems of, you know, in general, keeping things clean. Uh, So we don't spend an inordinate amount of time doing that. But how do you keep your eye on the eternal perspective and not sweat the small stuff when you're the type (laughs) of person that really likes to have things just so? That's
0: a good question. <laughs> I think the celebrating the winds really helps me because you know that's something I've noticed uh, you know, even in my temple worship is that we we see in scripture that uh, after the world was created, they stepped back and they looked at the world they made and said that it was good. Mm. and I, I think like that. I think that's a good lesson to those of us who are very type a, you know, go get in personalities that we just go and go and go. We have to stop and say that was
1: good. Yeah. 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 Very great insight. I hope, I hope everybody heard that.
0: Um, another, you know, just one last thought on pursuing relationship excellence is believe in miracles because they happen every day and why not for you?
1: Agreed. We hope these thoughts have been inspiring and motivating for you. We are big fans of personal development as we've often been fond of saying. Uh, It's something we did on our own before finding each other and now as a couple, we also continue learning and growing uh, through the power of intention. And that seems to be our marriage theme, intention. So remember, Any time is the right time for more love in your life. Thank you so much for listening to Love in Later Years, and we'll catch you next time.
0: Subscribe to LilyPod to get notice of each new weekly episode. If you enjoy what you heard, share with those you love. For more information about our organization and services, visit loveinlateryears.com.